Hi, my name is Haley, and welcome back to For Real Life. You're listening to For Real Life with Haley and Alexis. Thank you for listening to For Real Life. Ew. <laughs> was that good enough? No, that was awful. All right, you do it then. No. Why no, would you do it? No, that was great. That's great. I love that. That should be our intro every day. Every day? Mm, every week. Sorry. So, today, something different. I feel like we're always doing something Yeah, I don't think we've done anything the same yet. Well, I don't like doing the same thing over and over I don't either. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm just saying. Alright. I'm just saying. So today, we're doing something that I love. I've never done this. I'm usually the listener. She's usually, you're right, But now... I am going to tell you about a true crime story that you're not super familiar with. Like, you know it, I assume. Yeah. But not, like, you don't know all the details, so. Should I tell you what I know, or do you want to just tell me? Yeah, I'm going to, I have a whole set. Okay, all <laughs> right. So today we're going to talk about the murder of John Bonet Ramsey. Mm-hmm. So, what do you know about it? So, what I know is that she was found dead in, like, the basement, I guess, of her family's home. Um, the police were like, oh, we're going to do a search. Can y'all help, basically? And the dad found her, her father. And uh, they didn't really, I guess, do, like, a proper investigation or whatever, like, to search for her body and everything. So I know that part of it was, like, pretty messed up. Um, and then, I don't remember what else. I, I know they, like, I don't know. The mom died. Mm-hmm. And the dad is still alive. And talking about he didn't do it. And stuff. Oh, and there was a ransom note. Forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like, pay us this money. Don't involve the cops. But the first thing they did was call the cops. And it was for the amount that the dad had gotten paid for his bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you know some details. Yeah. Okay. So who do you think did it? Based off what you know. I have absolutely no clue, to be completely honest with you. I mean, the only people that sound like they could have done it is the parents. But I have no idea. Literally. It's complete mystery to me. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Well, I guess let's get let's into buckle it. buckle up. Yeah, for real. I, I, I worked a lot on this. Okay. You should have clocked in. So. <laughs> Are you going to pay me? No. I'm <laughs> clocking on uh, easy. <laughs> what is it called? Amy's going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> is she listening? She might, she Are you listen. listening? <laughs> Tell me if you listen. <laughs> okay. So, Jean Benet Patricia Ramsey was born on August 6th, 1990. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Fact. That's also the day. No, it's not. August 4th is the day Marilyn Monroe yeah. crazy going on I think that's days. why I, I'm like so tied to John Bonet because we have the same birthday hmm. yeah okay so she was born yeah August 6 1990 to John Bennett and Patsy Ramsey mm-hmm. yeah. so like they, they named her do- their daughter after themselves right which uh, is funny to me it's funny well it's interesting because they had other children yeah Burke <laughs> yeah. They didn't care about him, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even less? Anyway. Well, I'm not... Okay, so there, one thing about the story. I try to keep, um, like, uh, feelings and, like, speculation out of it. Um, I try to keep speculation-y stuff out of it. There is some, obviously. Yeah. Like, but I try to keep it mainly factual. Okay? Okay. Okay, so <clears throat> they also had an um, an older son, Burke. He was born 1987, so he was three years older than John Bonet. Mm-hmm. Patricia, 
sorry, not Patricia, Patsy was a former beauty pageant queen. So naturally, John Bonet was put into child pageants. And she was very successful in them. I'm sure you've seen all of her photos. She was very beautiful. Uh, I believe she won like six titles. And some reports say that John Bonet had a friend over one night. And that friend asked her about her tiaras and trophies, and she had told her it was from pageants, but had said, they're more like my mom's trophies. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how true that is. Right. But I just thought I'd put it in there. Okay. So, they moved from Georgia to Colorado, and they lived in a very large home. So, I don't know if you've seen any videos or pictures. From the front, the house looks kind of small. Uh-huh. But that house was actually four stories. Mm -hmm. So basement, ground level, second floor, and third floor. Mm -hmm. John Bonet's room was on the second floor, and she had her very own balcony that only you could get to from her room. Okay. And then on the other side of the house on the second floor was Burke's room. Right. Above Burke's room on the third floor was Patsy and John's room. Right. And their bedroom stretched the entire length of the third floor. So their room was the entire third floor, but their closet was the area above uh, John Bonet. Okay. So she was kind of by herself. Right. In a sense. So, um, Patsy was a housewife and a homemaker. She loved to have her house decorated and on display for basically to show off. Like, mm -hmm. they lived in a very affluent neighborhood, low crime type of area. Um, so one thing that I always thought was weird, and I don't, I don't know if this was common back then, it was the 90s, but instead of like doing Christmas cards, I'm sure they did that as well, but they would do a Christmas greeting video. Hmm. And you could see it, like, yeah. it's really awkward, but she's like, this is our home, and John couldn't be here because I guess he worked a lot because he was the moneymaker. Yeah. And introduced her kids and was like, Merry Christmas. Was, I don't know. Like, do you make a bunch of tapes and then send them out? Because they didn't have DVDs back then. Right. Yeah, it's not like doing it on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. It's kind of weird. Maybe, if you have a lot of money. Like. I know. I guess maybe I was a wealthy people thing. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't a wealthy people. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, they were so wealthy, they had two private planes, a vacation home in Michigan, and a yacht. They also had a fully staffed house mm -hmm. with cooks, uh, maids, and nannies, I think. Mm -hmm. So, um, that I would, I believe would also stay in the house. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Got you. Okay. So, in 1993, so John Bonet was three, she was struggling with bedwetting and, um, Patsy would get really, really upset with her and punish her for it. Which, to each his own, I guess. Well, I mean, three. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty common. I mean, I I feel like at that age. Yeah. And I don't know if you know like some reasons of bedwetting. Mm -hmm. Do you? I mean, it could be like. Signs of trauma. Yeah, yeah, trauma, stress, sexual assault, like yeah. all those things. But it could just be that she's... It could be she's three. A three-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Um, Burke also had bathroom issues. One nanny reported that he had smeared his fecal matter in one of the bathrooms. Mm. And that at one time there was feces in Jomini's bed, but they weren't sure who it came from. Mm -hmm. Don't know if that was from Burke. But Burke seemed to be like the... Fecal smear. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I don't know, but I, it'll maybe come into play later. Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. So, in July of 1993, Patsy was diagnosed with cancer. And in September 1994, John Bonet, this is just some background, yeah. was diagnosed with vaginitis and had to get prescribed antibiotics to help cure it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, she was still having some issues right. down there. Um, I try not to go too much into that area, 
because it makes me uncomfortable. But um, also, sometime before October 1994, Burke had hit John Bonet with a golf club accidentally, mm-hmm. apparently, and had it had left a scar in her cheek. Mm-hmm. Okay, so jumping to December 25th, 1996, Christmas morning. They opened presents like normal, and then around 5 or 6, they went to a family friend's house, the Whites, for a Christmas party. The Ramses returned home around 10 p.m. and put the kids to bed, and then they went to bed around 10.30 p.m. So, there were some conflicting details about this. So, John Ramsey had said at one point that John Bonet fell asleep in the car, so he picked her up and carried her straight to bed. Mm -hmm. But then in another account, he had said she was awake, so he got her ready for bed and read her a bedtime story before going downstairs. Mm -hmm. So, it may not be significant, but I feel like you would... Remember what you did with your daughter last time you saw her? Right. Like, you would think so. Right. And I mean, it wasn't just like any old day. It was like Christmas Day. Like, it was kind of, uh, like, it but was it, an event. Like, you were, you know. And it wasn't like the last night you saw her. It's literally the last time you see her. That's right. it. Right. After this, you you don't see her anymore. Right. You would think you would remember last time you saw her. Right. But I've never had a kid die. I've I don't know for sure. I don't know if memories will get mixed up or whatever. But I remember the last time I was with my dad. Right. I I know it's not as severe, but... Right. Anyways, um... So, um, also, um, they had said Burke went to sleep, and he didn't wake up until the cops showed up the next day when everything Mm -hmm. happened. But he would later say on the Dr. Phil show that he had woken up in the middle of the night to sneak downstairs to play with his toys. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Okay. So the next morning, Patsy awakes. They were planning on leaving for their vacation home in Michigan. She gets dressed in the same clothes she wore the night prior. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Yeah. For me, at least. That's a weird thing to do. Yeah. I mean... Especially if you're, like, really wealthy. like Right. I, I'll do it whenever I, like, stay out somewhere and I'll wear the same clothes a few times, but... Yeah. Like, I'm I'll like, probably wear this to work tomorrow, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's different. Um, but, yeah, like, you were at a Christmas party, so I would assume you're, like, dressed somewhat nice, and now you're about to aboard a plane privately. I don't know. But who knows? All right. Um, puts makeup on and a question mark because she doesn't say that. Yeah. But when police arrive, she has a full face of makeup on. Right. So then she goes down one of the staircases because there's two. Uh, she goes down the one that leads straight to the kitchen to make her coffee. That's when she gets to the kitchen and notices there's a note addressed to John. She thought it may have been a note to John from one of the housekeepers because they had lent them money the week prior so she thought it was just a little note from them yeah um so she opened it and realized it was a ransom note so this ransom note is really weird so before i get into a lot of the details i just want to read the ransom note okay and it's three pages long nice okay so the ransom note it says mr ramsey listen carefully We are a group of individuals that respect a small foreign faction. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed, and if you want her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. You will withdraw $118,000 from your account. 100,000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining 18,000 in $20 bills. Um, sorry, you will withdraw 118,000 from your account. 100,000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining 18,000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate size attache, I think that's how you say it, to the bank. It's a word for bag. Mm-hmm. 
When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money and hence earlier pickup of your daughter. I think they wrote delivery and wrote across the door. Uh, any deviation of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter. You will also be denied her remains for proper burial. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I advise you not to provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, police FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded. If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert the bank authority, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tamper tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices and if any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. You stand 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions and you stand 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good southern common sense of yours. It is up to you now, John. Victory. Signed, S-B-T-C. That's weird. I know something about the note that I remembered. Is okay. that it's from the paper, it's from the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so it's written with a pen and a notepad found in the house. It was their right. property. Three pages long. So, a couple things with uh, the note. It's weird, right? Yes. It's very weird. The whole thing doesn't make any sense. Like, um, the amount, okay, is, sorry, the amount is the, oh my god, I'm silencing my phone, okay, so the amount, 118,000, was nearly exactly the amount of his Christmas bonus he had just gotten. Yeah, imagine getting that as a Christmas bonus, side note. Right. <laughs> um, so that's weird, because yeah. that's not common knowledge. Right. Also, you're talking about a family that has two private planes, a yacht, a private home. Right. Elsewhere. After a million dollars. Right? Why only 118000 Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. I guess some investigation and, like, reading of this and ransom note, people, I thought it was weird that it goes from, like, I uh, will call you, I do this, I do this, and then switches back to we. So it's almost like the... Um, person who wrote it can't keep track of oh yeah we're supposed to be a group yeah writing this. right um but I'll, we'll, I'll talk more about the ransom note later okay um like yeah just the verbiage used is very odd it's not yeah. normal right we're a group of whatever he said a foreign faction foreign. yeah that's weird why Okay, so that's the ransom note. Mm -hmm. So that's when Patsy wakes up John to tell him to go check John Bonet's room, who's obviously not there. So then he goes into Burke's room, and Burke is sound asleep in his bed, where he apparently leaves him. So the ransom note, like I said, three pages long, written on a notepad that was already in the house, and had lines from movies in them. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Like direct lines from movies. Right. And From, also, what's the movie called? The, wasn't it? I can't remember. I can't remember. What but it, it was like a specific movie. That it was two recently. movies, I believe. No, um, I was just about to say, there was a movie literally released a month before this called Ransom. Okay. That's that had Mel Gibson in it. But mm -hmm. the lines from the movies, I don't think, came from that movie. Oh, it okay. came from two different movies. Gotcha. But it's very theatrical, very dramatic. Like, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> like right. you like would. national treasure. Yeah, like <laughs> what would a ransom note sound like? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, although I don't think I would think that it would sound like that. But anyways. So, at 5.52, Patsy calls police. Apparently right after... Oh my god, Leo. Stop. Leo! Stop! <laughs> Leo! So at 5.52, Patsy calls the police, seemingly right after she finds the ransom note. That just said, if you call the police, your daughter will die. So that's slightly weird to me. Like, I obviously don't know what I would do. Right. But I don't think I would call them immediately. Not first thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would just do what it said. If I had that money, yeah, like what would the only thing that would stop me if it, like it was my child is not having that money, like trying to figure out where to get a hundred thousand dollars, right? But that if I you don't have it, but if I have it, I would just go yeah, get it. Yeah, you're a millionaire, like just fucking do it. Right, try it. It wouldn't be a question. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, in the phone call, she says, um. I wonder if I can find a recording. 911 emergency. What do we need? Police. What's going on? 515 Street. What's going on there, ma'am? We have a kidnapping. Hi, right, please. Explain to me what's going on, okay? There, we have a There's a note left in our daughter's gone. A note was left in your daughter's yeah. gone? How old is your daughter? Six years old. She's blind. Six years old. How long ago was it? I don't know. I just found the note. And my daughter's Does it say who took her? What? Does it say who took her? I don't know. It's, there's, a, there's a ransom note here. It's a ransom note? It says FBTC. Victory. Please. Okay, what's your name? Are you Cassie Ramsey? I'm the mother. Oh my god! Please. I'm, okay, I'm sending an officer over, okay? Please. Do you know how long she's been gone? No, I don't. Please, we just got out. Is she right here? Oh my god, please. Okay, somebody. I am, honey. Please. Take a deep breath away, okay? Hurry, hurry, hurry. Patsy, 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 Patsy. Um, she hangs up, first of all. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever hang up on a 911 call. Right. Until I guess maybe until the police got there. Right. But you notice how short that phone call was. Right. It was less than, I would say, hold on. That video we just listened to is two and a half minutes, and it had a lot of uh, pauses, and then she at one point thinks she hangs up. So I would say a minute and a half. She's on the phone? Max? Right. I mean, I was on the phone for longer than that, like, in my car accident. Because you just stay on the phone with them until you you get help. Yeah. And then one thing that stood out to me, which obviously, I don't know how well you can judge wording being used and how it's used, but um, she says, I'm the mother, which is weird to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess at the time, if, if you really are, like... I would say I'm her mom. I'm her mother. I'm her mother. Not, I'm the mother. Yeah, but if you're, like, panicking and freaking out and, like, have, like, really no control over yourself at that moment... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how well I can judge this. I just thought that was, like, the one thing that stood out to me, um, with the phone call. Um, 
So, with the enhanced audio, you can, like, YouTube it. I don't know how well... Because when you hear something, you don't know what it's saying. But when someone tells you this is what it's saying, then obviously you yeah, can hear it. right. But they think it sounds like an adult either saying, what did you do? Or, we're not speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And then a child saying, what did you find? Mm-hmm. But, according to Patsy and John, Burke was still in his room asleep right. at this time. He hadn't woken up yet. Yeah. So they just thought that was weird. Again, I don't know how well that is. Right. Cassie? Leave her alone, baby. She's going. So, um, right after this phone call, Patsy calls multiple friends Mm -hmm. to come over. Right. Why? (laughs) I don't know. To support her, maybe? To get attention? Some people are like that. I, true. I know a few people. But right. it's weird. And police let it happen, which is outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. So, 6 a.m., a poli- police arrive. So, that's my point. Like, she hangs up the phone after a minute and a half. She calls police at 5.52. Police don't arrive till 6. That call only lasts a minute and a half. So, why would you hang up until the police come, at least? Mm-hmm. So, police arrive. That's where Burke apparently gets awoken by one of the police officer's flashlights, and then family friends take Burke over to the White's house, which is the people they had just were partying with the night before. So because of John Bonet was missing at this point, police classified this as a kidnapping, and they focused their investigation on the outside of the house mainly. But an initial initial search was... Hold on. But an initial search of the house was done, and one of the police officers had searched the basement and had tried to open the wine cellar door, but basically couldn't get in. We don't know if it was jammed or locked or whatever, but he couldn't get in. Around 8 o'clock, police tapped the Ramsey's phone lines because the ransom note said they were going to call between 8 and 10. Right. Police would later state the, that the Ramseys were unusually distant with each other. Like, they didn't even speak one word to each other the entire time the police were there. Yeah. Where's your water? I don't know. Well, find it. And then you can call her. I can't find it. Look at your thing. Uh, so they didn't speak to each other at all. Patsy was off talking to her friends, and John was off doing odds and end things like opening mail, calls in his office, and joking around with police officers. Like, kind of lighthearted. Like, Mm -hmm. weirdness. Um, multiple people, including family friends, victim advocates, and the family's pastor, were all walking in and out of the house all day. Yeah. On the 26th. Friends even started cleaning up the kitchen, trying to help. Yeah. Not knowing it was current. Well, I feel like that whole house should have been sealed down. Right. Whether it was a kidnapping or a murder. Right, because someone went in the house. Yeah. Someone's DNA would be in the house. So they're just waiting for a phone call between 8 and 10, like the ransom note said, but it never happened. No one ever called. Mm-hmm. So, you would think John and Patsy would be freaking out, like, holy crap, 10 o'clock's passed, my daughter, they said they were going to kill her, they found out we called the cops, but they didn't really react much. There was no, like, panic or urgency of what to do next. Right. At this point, the lead detective uh, is thinking that the ransom note was a red herring and that John Bonet's body would be found. And... Obviously not alive. Yeah. So around noon, John had disappeared for around 90 minutes. There's only one officer at the house watching everyone because, like, 
they said that no one can leave. Um, and obviously there were multiple people in the house and just one officer really watching them. Right. So he disappears for 90 minutes. He says he was in a study, but that was never confirmed. Um, and when he did reappear, they said that his demeanor was very different. He was agitated and didn't want to talk to anybody. Mama. The lead investigator wanted to keep John busy, so um, they had told that detective to tell him to search the house top to bottom, um, except for John Bonet's room, because mm-hmm. her room was the only room that was taped off. Mm-hmm. Not thinking that he would really find much, because they had done an initial search. Um, so, John grabs his buddy, Mr. Fleet, I think his name's Fleet White, the yeah. friend that they had visited or whatever. Right. Um, and they went straight to the basement. Mm-hmm. First place they searched. Within a minute of searching the basement, John opens the cellar door, mm-hmm. which previously the police officer couldn't get into. Right. He opens it, and Mr. White said, as soon as he opens it, he says, I found her, and then turns on the lights. So there was a lot of, like, speculation on this, like, how would he know it's her? She had, she was covered up, so it kind of just looked like a pile on the floor, and obviously it's in the basement, a cellar, there was no windows or anything, but... I mean, my room light isn't on, but right. other room light, you can still see in it. Right. And I right. would assume if you see a pile on the floor, you'd probably assume it's her. So, like, playing devil's advocate. Eh. Right. Um, I feel like the the shock of it would, like, initially want it to be, like, to, you would disbelieve it. Like, even if you saw her plainly, I feel like... Like, if I just, like, saw a body, I wouldn't believe it, you know, if it would take a long time for me to process that, rather than just be like, oh, there it is. Yeah, but you don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah. It's hard to, like, speculate when you haven't been in that situation, mm-hmm. situation, and even if you have been in that situation, everyone spend, responds to, like, trauma and difficult situations different. Right. So, like, me, if I saw what I thought was my kid in the floor, I feel like I would just freeze. Right. Probably... Either go and scoop him up, or I would not touch him. Like, right. I would just be frozen. Right. So, I don't know. So, uh, she was found covered by her favorite white blanket. Her arms were bound above her head with a white cord, duct tape over her mouth, and a cord around her neck. Tied on the other end was a handle of a broken paintbrush that belonged to Patsy, and that's called a garrot. Um, John knelt down beside her, touched her face, removed the duct tape, and tried to remove the cord around her wrist, but um, then he screamed, picked her up, and took her upstairs and laid her on the floor mm-hmm. near the front door. So, contamination immediately. So, the officer in the house, um, that had told him to go search the house, but, Mm -hmm. again, not thinking that they would find anything. Um, Made eye contact with John in this moment when he placed her on the floor, and she said that she had felt for her gun and mentally counted the rounds she had. Hmm. She said that she felt as if the killer was still in the house, and people say that it's very obvious she is talking about John. Right. Uh, she, I watched a little clip of the interview and she had said she wasn't, in that moment, she didn't know if everyone would be making it out of that situation alive when people started arriving. What I assume meaning more cops. Right. Because she was the only officer. Right. Okay? Okay. So, after this... About an hour or maybe some change after John Bonet was found, mm-hmm. John called his pilot mm-hmm. to get his private jet ready to go to Atlanta. 
And then the police were like, you can't leave. Right. And later, when asked, why were you trying to go to Atlanta, he says he had a very bi- uh, important business meeting. Jesus. <laughs> like, what? Regardless of what happened, like. Uh, and one thing to note, their lawyer lives in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're from. Right. So, then the Ramses went to the White's house and told Burke that his sister was in heaven now. And obviously, Burke began to cry. So, John Bonet's autopsy was done, and here are some of the details. Her hair, hair was in two ponytails. She had on a gold ring, bracelet, and necklace. A heart was drawn on the palm of her hand in red ink. She had on underwear like long john underwear pants and a long sleeve shirt with a star on it and she had multiple injuries including abrasions on the side of her face between her ear and her jaw two marks on her lower back that looked like she had been prodded mm-hmm. with something mm-hmm. uh, petechial hemorrhages in her eyes which is common in strangulation a massive skull fracture with bleeding and bruising on her brain a white cord around her wrist as well as her neck as previously stated and there were also fingernail marks above the ligature on her neck which means she was grabbing yeah. at it uh, her bladder was empty and there was urine blood and a small amount of male DNA in her underwear um, she was like soaked in urine mm-hmm. um, there were signs of sexual assault. I'm not going to go into those details. And then there were bits of fruit in her stomach, which are believed to be pineapple. And they aren't sure where the pineapple came from because since the Ramses did have a, um, on the table, a bowl of pineapple was found mm-hmm. with an iced tea. But there was also fruit cocktail at that Christmas party that had pineapple in it. Right. But um, medical examiners believe that the pineapple had to have been eaten one to three hours before she died. Mm. And it, she died between 12 and 1. Right. So it's kind of hard. There's a bowl of pineapple. Also, John Bonet and uh, Patsy have no idea where that bowl of pineapple came from. Mm. They're like, yeah, we didn't do that. So... They believe the sequence of events was either a blow to the head, sexual assault, strangulation, or maybe um, the strangulation didn't work, so she got a blow to the head. Yeah. But it kind of seems like that if she was trying to, like, remove whatever was strangling her because if she got like a blow to the head like that seems like it would at least make knock her unconscious yeah what if she later they did say the blow to the head would have killed her eventually right if it wasn't the cause of death but they really from what i know they really believe the thing that did it in was the strangulation Mm -hmm. so that's why they think it was blow to the head and then the strangulation Medical examiners also said she had signs of prior sexual assault. Mm. So, like, a history of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the two marks are believed to be from either a stun gun, or some people think that it came from a piece of a train track mm-hmm. toy. Okay. Um, the DNA found on her underwear was not matched to any of the family. And it was also touch DNA, which is very, like, not withheld. Because, like, that can come from anywhere. Right. Like, the, from how I heard it, like, if the UPS man touched the package and then I touched the package, I'm going to have that UPS man's DNA on me now. Right, So, that's kind of like, ugh. So, also in the basement there was a broken window. And John said that he had most likely done that uh, the summer prior by accident or when he lost his keys. 
And I'm like, don't you think you would know how you, you broke it mm -hmm. if you broke it? Yeah. Especially if you broke it on purpose, if you lost your keys. Yeah. Uh, below that window was a blue suitcase and a mark on the wall. And the Ramses claimed that that wasn't there before, like the suitcase. Mm -hmm. um, but the window was really dirty and had cobwebs undisturbed. So, right. to me, that signifies. There, thanks. Signifies that it wasn't used. Right. If the cobwebs were undisturbed, like. Yeah. And you're talking about an adult. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Because in my opinion, a child cannot use a garage. Right. That, that's yeah. too much. Um, later, a pair of long johns were found beside John Bonnet's bed that had fecal matter in them, and they were believed to be Burke's. <laughs> so, as well as um, a box of John Bonnet's Christmas candy that had fecal matter spread on it. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Weird. And who's the shit spreader? <laughs> um, so before the Ramses had talked to the police, like given their official, official statement, like after the day of, uh -huh. they went and talked to CNN. Hmm. So, and obviously in other people's minds, they wanted to get their narrative out before police could give their narrative right basically um and in that interview patsy seems to be under some kind of influence whether it's alcohol or xanax which i get it like yeah it, to yeah. be under something yeah but she her like her talking is like very slow and just right yeah not on point got you and then she says there is a killer on the loose, hmm. and that people should be scared. I don't know. Just the way she says it is yeah. a little weird. That's weird. Um, when the Ramses went back to the police again months later, they had asked for their original statements hmm. so they could read them. Mm -hmm. Obviously, so they can remember what they said, in my right. opinion. Right. And the police allowed it. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, totally. So, um, when charges were looked at, um, basically the case was brought to a grand jury and them and the DA were going to decide whether to indict them for murder or not. So a grand jury wanted to indict them. Uh -huh. But then the DA stopped it and said there's not enough evidence. So they were never charged or anything right or indicted or tr like tried or anything right so here's kind of no so, so oh. that's basically it yeah. um but i just wrote some additional weird things right right so obviously the ransom note it was on a notepad and pen from inside the house um and there were two practice notes hmm so, like, someone had started writing out, I think, Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. And then just a line, which kind of looked like, like an uppercase I, but it could have been the start of R. Right. So, Mr. and Mrs. Ramsey. Um, so, that's weird. Yes. <laughs> um, obviously, the amount of the ransom. It's yeah. Weird. Some lines are taken directly from movies. Weird. Uh, if it was a kidnapper or killer, why would they bother to write a three-page ransom note? Just to kill her? Just to kill her. And leave her in the house. Yeah. Like, they're gonna find her, and you're not gonna get your money. Right. Like, if you're trying to get money, yeah, don't leave the body. Yeah, it definitely wasn't actually that. That was never what it was. Yeah. That's for sure. I don't know who, what the motive was, but... Definitely wasn't money. It wasn't money. to get money. Yeah. Yeah. So, in the beginning of the note, uh, it seems to have signs of trying to disguise their handwriting or, like, the author. It's sloppy, like it was written with the non-dominant hand, 
and there's lingo um like the lingo is very dramatic and theatrical but then it got more normal ish to the towards the end mm -hmm. and a handwriting expert said that it was most likely a woman mm. who wrote it and it was most likely patsy ramsey huh yeah <laughs> Just by the, like, handwriting analysis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 911 operator said that Patsy seemed rehearsed and that her tone switched once she thought she hung up the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, to note, the alarm in the house was not set for that day. Like, it was a normal, safe neighborhood. Yeah. Several doors and windows were left unlocked. There were no footprints in the snow, but the back walkway may have not been covered at the time, and many people were going in and out of the house. Right. So, I don't know how accurate that is. Another super weird thing, John tried to leave for Atlanta for a business meeting. Um, not only did you just find out your daughter's dead mm -hmm. and murdered, right? but they were supposed to go to Michigan that day. Right. So that makes so no sense. So he wouldn't have been going to Atlanta either way. Yeah. Right. Um, so, in my opinion, the only thing that I could think is maybe Burke had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. They thought he killed her when he hit her with something. Right. Uh, so they had to cover it up by making it look like more than what it was right. to protect him. Right. Is the only thing I could think. Because do I feel like it's an intruder? No. Right. I would if that there wasn't a ransom letter. But right. that ransom note and like the weirdness of them. like Right. Right, because you can pass everything else off as like, uh, like you like you were saying, I don't know what I'd do in that situation type of thing. Yeah. But the note is weird. <laughs> like. But also, the, just the fact, like, the call that she made and stuff. And just all, like, like the way they're re responding to stuff. Like. It, it, it just isn't right. It isn't right. Mm-mm. Something about it. Mm-hmm. Which it could, like you said, like, it could be the, the brother. It could be... I don't know. Now, I know, like, you don't want to talk about this a lot, but you think the brother was, like, sexually assaulting her in the past? Because that's also a weird part of it, like... So he was three years older, which would mean he's nine. Right. When she died. Mm -hmm. Do nine-year-old boys, like, do weird shit? Like, unfortunately, yeah, I feel like some do. Yeah. If it wasn't him, maybe it was dad. Mm -hmm. He, he could have been a fucking creep. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I hate to accuse, I'm not, I mean, this is all, like. Right. No, I, yeah, no, no, I'm not trying asking to figure if you did it, out, it but. but. Like, if they're saying there's history, someone had to have done it. Exactly. That's what I'm wondering. If, because, well, the sad thing is families do let stuff like that happen sometimes. But, like, why? Even if it is their son. Well, you gotta think of the picture they were trying to portray to other people. That they were, per they were like, perfect. She was, like, super social. And she right. wanted the best and wanted to look like the best. I mean, she had her daughter in competitions for looks, and right. They say, "Oh, there's a talent section." Dancing right. around like really. Yeah. Like she wanted that attention. So right. why would you? I feel like in that situation, you're more likely to brush that off or hide it than to try and fix it. Right. So, if the brother didn't do it, what would your theory be? 
Like, do you think that the parents would have another motive? Because why aren't... Even if their son killed their daughter, or almost killed their daughter, why would they still not be more upset? Like, regardless of how she died. Why would they still not be, like, genuinely... I think they were conflicted on how to act. Like, if it were me, I feel like I would be conflicted. Like, I just lost my daughter, yet my other kid killed them. Or almost killed them and I had to kill them or whatever the situation is. But I still love that kid. Like, you can't just cut your love off so that I feel like they may have been struggling with anger and loss and... That made them act weird. Yeah. Like, they're trying to hide things, so... When you're hiding something, you're not reacting off of... Uh, what's the word? Like, that's not your raw emotions. You're hiding stuff, so you're not... You're not... Your raw emotions are not going to come out. Does oh. that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because you're not sure if you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So you're always it's questioning. Not yeah, you're always questioning what you're doing in that moment. So you're going to be acting weird. Mm-hmm. Just like when you ask a kid, it, um, like you walk into a room and they just start acting weird. They know they're doing something wrong. Right. Kind of thing. I mean, do you think that the kid would be able to be quiet his whole life about it? Uh, I, th- I think he hasn't like, spoken to, um, many people. I think he's had, I don't know, for sure. I I did look up interviews with Burke. Yeah. And I could only find three. Two when he was a kid, and one with Dr. Phil. Right. What, a few years ago? Mm Mm-hmm. Wasn't there another brother? So there was more, so John had a previous family. I right. think with three kids. Okay. But I think they were all ruled out. Right. But that's true. Like, what if one of his other kids, older kids, like, came in the house, got jealous? Right. Because that would make sense, like, you know, if she saw her brother or whatever, for her to not, like, freak out. And for him to give her food or whatever. And it wouldn't be weird. And he would feel comfortable staying in the house, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying he did it, I'm just saying that would... I mean, I can understand the comfortability, but I feel like, wouldn't they still be scared like someone would wake up and catch him there if he's not supposed to be there? That's what makes me think it's someone in the house already. He could just be like, Merry Christmas, surprise. At 1 a.m.? He just got in, what could he say? I think... Oh, I don't know where they live, that's true. Unexpectedly? Yeah, I don't think they live there. They are older. Yeah, they're surprising their family for Christmas. I don't know. Maybe. 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 Um, but, in my opinion, if it's not Burke, it's the dad. Mm. But do you think the mom knows it? Probably. Yeah. If she doesn't know, like, if he doesn't know that she knows, she probably expects it. Right. She's like... Like unconsciously, yeah. Yeah. And doesn't want that out either. Right. Hmm. I don't know. But I don't think it's a random person. Right. I don't think it's some intruder, some Joe Schmo down the street, or anybody that saw her at these pageants, like, has been speculated... I think it's someone who knew the family. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, why go after her and not the son? I mean, I get it. Like, she's a little girl and, you know, it's just, like, easier to take advantage of her. And so she's younger, everything. But if you're really trying to get money, you could be like, I have both of your children. Like, mm-hmm. why not? If you're some big-timey organization or whatever. Yeah. But Burke admitted later that he went, snuck downstairs and played with his toys that night. Right. They get home, they're going to bed at 
The murder happened between 12 and 1. You think he just played with his toys for an hour and went back to bed? Maybe. Eh, he's a kid. An hour? Nah. When have you seen a kid play for an hour and then chooses himself to go back to bed? I feel like it's something I would do as a kid. Alright. <laughs> I feel like I'd be up all night. Got sleepy. Um, so I know, like, kids say the darndest things, right? Yeah. Um, one thing I caught with one of the first interviews of Burke, um, I think they asked him, like, do you know something? And he was like, no. And then he said something like, if I did, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> and then, uh, they asked him what he thought happened to her because mm -hmm. he said he knew she was killed yeah and he said well maybe someone came in and came in really quiet took her to the basement and stabbed her like this with a knife hmm. it's like, when you see it, it's like oh my god but I, like it's also a kid like kids are kind of crazy with their yeah stories and and, I mean, that's a big question to ask someone that's sister got killed. Oh, yeah. It's weird yeah. how they asked him that. Yeah. Um, but I think they had the same suspicion as me, obviously. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's really weird. And then they asked him to draw a picture of his family. Mm-hmm. And he drew him and his mom and his dad. Right. And not John Penny. Right. I mean... I mean, it's hard to judge kids. Right. But I think what's really weird is, is he said, if I did, I wouldn't tell you. Right. Like, to me, that means someone told him not to tell. Right. That's the only one that I'm like, ah! Yeah. That's the one I, I can't can really that. get by. I don't know. Would you protect one kid for the other? I guess at that point, what else do you have to lose if she's already gone like you have one kid left right I, I don't know how I would do it and I don't know if I could do it but obviously I'm not in that situation yeah the way I have love for Leo I feel like I would do it but then to know again how much love I have for Leo if he hurt if I had another kid I don't I don't know if I could look at him and say right I don't know and like was it an accident like you know, he was, like, playing with a toy and dropped it on her or something? Or was it, like, he beat her, you know? Well, that's another thing. Like, if it was him and it was either on purpose or on accident, could he, at nine, wield enough power to fracture her skull the way it was? It was, like, apparently a huge right. fracture. Like, a massive blow to the head. I don't know how big he was. But my, I mean, my two cousins are 10, 10-year-old 10 boys. I mean, I think they could do damage. Yeah, I mean, my brother was, I would say, like, three or four, and he busted my head wide open. And that was just from, like, one of those medallions you get if you, like, win a prize or something. Yeah. Busted my head wide open. I had to get stitches in my head. Mm. And that was at three or four. Right. So do I feel like if he had a weapon hard enough and swung it hard enough, right. probably could do that. Yeah. She's a little girl. Six years old. Right. Tiny frame, too. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think it would take that much. No. But also, he could have just been playing. So the... He could have. It could have totally been an accident, which would make it easier for his parents to try and cover this up. Yeah. Um, even if it was on purpose, I feel like in their head they would be like, no, it was an accident. Right. Right. Um, or he could have, he, he could have, you know, sometimes like when you're a kid you'll do something and then you're like, oops. You know, like, not, you don't oh, realize the consequence, oh, the yeah, actual like, consequences. Well, yeah, like even if it was on purpose... Was it murder? Like, right. did, did he, he mean understand? To kill her or he was just like mad at his sister? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Def probably not. Right. 
But do I think it could have been an on-purpose thing? Maybe, because, like, the fact that she had fecal matter on her candy, like... On her candy, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. like, sabotage. Right. Like, I don't like you. And a lot of siblings have little rivalries, yeah. you know? So... I mean, I wonder if he felt, like, jealous of her. Yeah, like, what if she got, like, more toys or he felt that she got treated better during Christmas that right. day? Right. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. I mean, she probably got a lot of attention in general. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially know? with those trophies. Like, uh, Patsy was the stay-at-home mom. The dad was working all the time. So, obviously, I feel like John Bonet got most of that attention. Right. So, he probably had a lot of resident... Like, um, not... Resident. <laughs> resident. Uh, re- I can't speak today. Um, uh, what's the word? I know what you're trying to say. Resentment. Resentment. <laughs> Resentment yeah. for her, yeah. That's my theory, is Burke had definitely something to do with it, and the parents covered it up. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And if, God forbid, he was sexually assaulting her, what if he was doing that, and then she, like, threatened to tell on him? Right. And that's when he, like, right did it, you know? Like, if it was uh, that one-time thing, that one-night thing, I would think it would be the parents trying to cover it up and make it more believable that someone came in and did it. But because there's a history, that's where my mind goes. Is that maybe Burke was... But uh, because he had the pooping problem and stuff, like, it's questionable, like, was he also being sexually assaulted? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like if it was the dad and he was like doing both. Yeah. Or the mom. And that maybe that's what like made him fucking crazy. <laughs> or the mom, yeah. Who knows? People are crazy. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think your theory is pretty uh valid. Yeah, I feel like that that's the one that makes most sense to me. Yeah. Sounds like it. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, investigation was messed up because they had so much contamination. I don't think it will ever be fully solved unless whoever did it is like I did, I did it. it. Yeah. But But um, why did they even if their son did it? Why were they inviting all these people over and stuff? To contaminate it? I don't think they're that smart. I think it is like, what would we normally do? We're in a trauma situation. Let's call our friends to comfort us. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if it was a real trauma situation, you wouldn't have your friends come over. I would think maybe your family. Yeah. But to have all, like they said, a lot of people were there. Right. Maybe your best friends, like the ones you just spent Christmas with. Right. But, like, multiple, even more than that, that's weird. Right. That's like a, oh, let's put on a show. Because right. we're, right. our daughter got kidnapped. We have to make this a whole show. But people do that. <coughs> what? Like, put on shows like that when stuff happens to them. Like, think about, like, social media. I know they didn't have it then, but people will be, like, putting everything out there to get attention whenever something bad happens to them. Yeah, but even then, in those situations, they're playing it up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if it was a, like, say they didn't do it, that would be a response for them, maybe. Yeah. Because they're that type of people. But also, if they're faking it, that would be their response because they're like, they have to play this story up. Right. 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 Like, people who aren't really sick, they're going to put on Facebook, oh my god, I'm so sick, and uh, uh. Yeah. It's not real, but they're playing it up so they can get that attention. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. Thank you for uh, doing the research and sharing that information with me. Yeah, did you learn stuff? I did learn. I learned a lot. So do you have, like, a more definite, like... I mean, not definite. Opin- no, no, but, but yeah, more. But yeah, you convinced me, yeah. You convinced me that that's a uh, strong possibility. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because you weren't, you like weren't completely unsure in the beginning. You're right. Like oh, I don't know. Right. But now you feel like it's definitely a family member. Well, I I felt pretty certain that it's not a random person. But yeah, seems most likely that it's a family member or someone really close to the family. Right. All right. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for listening to For Real Life. You can find us on different podcast streaming services other than just this one you're listening to. And... Like what? Because I can only find us on Spotify. I don't know. It says it goes on other ones, but I'm confused. <laughs> so if you find us, tag us. Yeah, please I send can't, it to us. Because I can't find I us. I have a hard time, too. But I don't, I don't know how else to do it, but... I just listen to us on Spotify. Yeah, listen to us on Spotify. And make sure you like us. And subscribe. <laughs> Oh, you subscribe on? You can, yeah. Or you can, like, follow it, I think. Mm. Whatever. Hmm. But, yeah, subscribe. All right. All right. Thanks for listening again. Bye. Bye. Bye.